How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, daylight saving time happening this weekend and we turn back the clock and we're not happy about it, apparently. They say half of people say they feel, quote, depressed turning back the clocks. I don't understand that. Well, like, we, we gain an hour. I know. I know? don't understand why that depresses anyone. Because it's dark when you wake up, it's mm-hmm. dark when you get home, and it's dark by 4 o'clock. 44% say yeah. they leave the house less <laughs> during the months when it gets darker earlier. But so that's why they're depressed. You have to understand it's already happening with or without it. Which is why I don't understand why we have to do the time change anyway. It's already dark by like 6.30 now, 7 o'clock. But I believe we're going back to normal time right now. I don't like it. I believe summer <laughs> was when we were actually on daylight saving time because we did that to get more time. Well, uh, Tori, 33% of people say we should get rid of changing the clocks completely and just leave it alone and do your thing. But which time do, would you rather have? Well, in theory, you would go back to what we're about to have because that's normal. Yeah, and the like daylight savings was something we changed. I've put a lot of thought into it. I feel like we should just agree that it'll be dark around 8 or 8.30 year-round. I feel like that's a reasonable time to but, be like, this is nighttime. Okay, but you have to change the clocks to do that. I don't want to, though. Yeah, but, well, you, but have you, to. you have to. You can't have <laughs> it work that way. It's like called like the laws of physics and stuff. Well, I didn't study physics, so okay, it's fine. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, so who needs it? I'm not going to have it in my life. No <laughs> physics for me in my life. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Pass on that. Well, uh, 27% of the people think the extra darkness puts them more at risk of getting mugged and getting into accidents. They don't drive as well when it's dark. Well, the people worried about getting mugged are probably living in bigger cities than ours. Yeah. I mean, mugging is not a word you hear a lot in Greenville. It happens, but it's not common. Mm -hmm. But New York City... Boston, places like that, probably very true. Well, we don't like the dark. A lot of American adults say they are afraid of the dark. Who's afraid of the dark in here? I am. I'll admit it. <laughs> I don't like it. I li- I have 57 nightlights in my house. Wow. I want to make sure I can see somewhere. I don't like complete darkness. Some people have to have complete darkness to sleep. Yeah, I, I prefer it dark at night, and we have all these LEDs and everything. <laughs> I'm talking about when I'm trying to sleep. And so, like, you know, you lay down, and all of a sudden there's, like, a blue LED light somewhere across the room. Blue's the worst. Green is right there with it. Why they make those, I don't know. Red isn't so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but the blue and green stuff will keep you up all night. 
So I'm running around throwing like washcloths or dirty underwear, anything I can over these stupid LEDs. <laughs> I hope LEDs don't get warm because you start smelling that in the middle of the night and you're like, what's that burning well, smell? Most LEDs don't. That's one of the things about them. But I mean, you just don't know what's there in the dark, you know? Someone could just jump out from behind the door <laughs> and grab you. They really couldn't because yeah. we have locks on our doors. Uh, well, you know. And not only that, but it just never happened. But <laughs> the reason, and you guys didn't admit to it, so Tom, you're apparently not, you don't like the dark, but you're not afraid of it. Well, it's inconvenient. Yeah, yeah okay. So, Tori, afraid of the dark or not? I can handle it if my husband's there. Well, okay. <laughs> if you got a dark buddy, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, mine was only if my wife's there. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it you're so comforted when you do have somebody there in the dark? Because y'all going down together. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, you know, sometimes there's nobody in my house. It's dark at night, and I'm like, oh, man. And just, well, there's Otis, who will bark, and that's, that's a good thing. Kato, you afraid of the dark or not? Uh, well, not at my home, okay. but, I mean, in the middle of the woods of the cemetery next to me. <laughs> yes. And your dog is way better than mine. Uh-huh. My dog will bark if someone walks within 50 yards of our house during the day. Yeah. But at night, someone could come in with an axe, blood dripping from the handle, the hockey mask on, and he would just be like, I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we're predisposed to develop a fear of the dark. They say we're more likely to be afraid of things that would have been dangerous even for, like, you know, our ancestors, like, you know, if, let's say cavemen or whatever, they had uh, spider snakes and all kinds of stuff that would come in the dark and get them. And so that's why we're kind of, I guess, afraid of the dark. There's these things that could be creepy, crawly on us before we know it. Did those things wait for the dark? I, well, I'd probably A lot not. of them are nocturnal. Oh. But um, if you <laughs> well, think... Thank you. If you yeah. think about it, a lot of, I mean, fire was our big invention, at, at that and the wheel, Yeah, because fire let us see in the dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and cook and, things, too. And burn bugs. Yeah. But they say it may stem from the fear of the unknown, things that make us feel uneasy are commonly things that are outside of our control. And outside, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, and even in a haunted house, you know, it's okay to get when as you're going through, you know, Mad World and those places, if you can kind of see a little bit. But when it gets dark in those yes. mazes, that's when I start getting claustrophobic and creeped out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the darkness we do not like. And that's why when we, I guess, don't spring forward but fall backwards, it's darker more. And then, like in some of the states, like in Alaska and stuff, it's dark like. Whatever time of year it is, like in the winter months, it's dark like most of the time. That would drive me crazy. Now, in the uh, summer months, there's light like at 10 o'clock at night. Wow. Hard to go to sleep at 10 o'clock at night when it's still light outside. That's a weird thing for me, too. I can be laying in bed at night, and a blue LED will keep me up all night. But I can lay down in the afternoon for a nap, and my kids can be playing video games in the room, yelling, hollering, bouncing on the bed, and I'm out. (laughs) So I don't really understand that, but obviously I have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like I'd be afraid of your kids. No, they don't do anything to me. (laughs) They just make noise. Okay, because if it were my kids, they'd be drawing mustaches on my face. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, my kids don't do that. Putting your hand in a bucket of water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, have fun there falling back this weekend. And Cato, not the way you fall back on most weekends. I right? probably would still fall back twice. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. All right, we've been talking a lot about daylight savings here. Yeah. 
Um, and I think it's important to remember some of the more important facts, not just the, the things that we were talking about a moment ago where people say, oh, I don't like it's too dark and all that stuff. There's other issues that go along with this. Apparently, 21% of us, and Tori, you mentioned this earlier, never feel the extra rest that we should feel from that extra hour of sleep. I've already lost that extra hour this weekend, <laughs> okay. last weekend. Well, <laughs> yeah. and that may be a whole nother issue. You just participated a week early. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like that whenever it comes time to get in that extra hour of sleep, we ought to wake up that next day feeling better than we do. No. Because you did get an extra hour to sleep. Now, some of us stay up later because of it. And so then, of course, you're going to lose it. But 21% of people say they rarely or never wake up feeling well rested. And so that kind of destroys the whole point of it because after that, you're stuck with the dark hours and you didn't even get that little brief moment of extra rest. I also read a long time ago, it has to do with the actual numbers that you sleep. If you sleep an even amount, it works with your REM cycle and helps you wake up better and feel better. But if it's an odd amount, then it disrupts that. It makes you feel worse in the morning. I don't know if I believe that or not. Well, it's true. Yeah. It was on the internet. That's <laughs> okay. Well, you got me there. Um, they also found that 43% of people have experienced insomnia at some point this year. Insomnia is one of those things when you hear other people talk about it, you think, oh my gosh, you're so weird. I don't ever have trouble. And then when it happens to you, you're like, oh my God, this is the worst thing in the world. Because it sounds so stupid to not be able to fall asleep, but when it's happening, it's very frustrating. Mm -hmm. You sit there and look at the clock, you're like, oh my God, another 30 minutes has gone by, I'm still awake, and I'm not going to get anything. And then you start freaking out, I'm not going to get any sleep tonight, and then you can't fall asleep. Yep. Uh, I heard you're supposed to think happy thoughts when you do that, or you're supposed to like restock a shelf at a grocery store like with cans, kind of like counting sheep, but it's a lot more boring, because <laughs> if you were counting sheep and they were jumping over a fence, that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> okay. What if your job is to restock cans of shelves at the grocery store? Well, you might want to think about something else. Right, right. Re restocking mechanical parts at a auto shop. Now, this is interesting because you guys make fun of me. Yeah. But I have a serious illness, and you guys mock me for it. But 25% of people, one out of four, have experienced restless leg syndrome this year. Now, I have severe restless leg syndrome. Hi, Tom. And my problem is, is much like insomnia, it keeps me from sleeping. I lay there, I can't fall asleep. And so it's not the restless leg that is so terrible all the time, but it's the fact you aren't getting enough rest. Oh. But it also, I will say this, when I have it, I get very irritable too because it starts to... Con like command all of my attention and I can't think about anything else. So you're saying body parts also need certain amounts of rest. Why don't you have like restless hand syndrome or restless arm syndrome? Yeah, it's makeup. <laughs> it's a made up. <laughs> no, it's, it's just doesn't, people don't generally have that. It's made up just like the gluten allergies made up. <laughs> I don't believe any of that. Um, another sleep issue is sleep apnea which is where you almost die in your sleep, but you don't know it because you quit breathing. Yeah. My wife said, now that we got, I got sleep number mattress and now I tilt the bed up a little and that seems to have helped so much to have my head elevated. Uh -huh. But before that, my wife would lay there sometimes in bed and she would like 
count how long I went without breathing. She's like, yes, come on, come on. <laughs> oh, he took a breath. She's like, five more seconds. Yeah, five more. Long, that's <laughs> terrible. That is not how she told it to me. Oh, yeah. oh, did you hear me? I'm sorry. She was like, I always worry I get ready to shake you and make sure you're okay. And then all of a sudden you'll be like, <gasps> and start breathing again. Yeah. I, I do that like sometimes when you're breathing and like the pool of saliva goes down your windpipe. Have you ever done that? You're yes. Like, and you wake up like in a panic, like you're going to die. Okay. So you, I kind of know that feeling, Yeah, you, you don't have to yeah. tell people that if you don't want to. Um, <laughs> you didn't have to tell yours either. Well, mine is a medical condition. Yours just kind of sounds like a personal problem. Medical condition. Um, but then the number one worst sleep habit we have. Any idea? Uh, Snoring? Nightmares. No. Nightmares? No, neither habits. Oh. Phones before bed. Okay, that's a good guess. Wrong, but good guess. <laughs> Getting the sheets uh, caught between your b- bottom cheeks. Oh, my God. No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sheets and cheeks. Okay. <laughs> Our worst sleep habit is going to bed at different times every night. Tori, yours is number two. Scream time before bed and then eating right before going to sleep. Yeah, I hate that. They mentioned falling asleep with the TV on and pulling all-nighters. I haven't pulled an all-nighter since college, I don't think. You eat before you go to sleep, and you have that acid reflux, and you don't get better sleep. And you have to sleep on your left side. Because well, they you're, say that. Yeah, because your intestines, it's better for you if you've just eaten right before bed. I realize why I don't get good sleep, because I do every one of those <laughs> things. Right. Yeah. I stay up all night, I eat late, I go to bed watch at different TV, times. I'm on my phone at the same time I'm watching TV. Some nights you don't even go to bed, Kato. You come straight in here from hanging out with yeah. your friends all night. <laughs> well, I don't want to be late. It's yeah. amazing <laughs> that you aren't a jerk with all of that. I am the nicest person. I know. Jerk. Okay. <laughs> I'm tired. Um, but they said that uh, they did a study that shows the occasional all-nighter can actually alleviate depression temporarily. Now, Tori, you've mentioned some days you come in with no rest and you actually have a better day than the nights you're rested. They say that could be because acute sleep loss increases dopamine release and it rewires the brain temporarily. Yeah, but you can't bank on it because then you'll try it again the next night and I come in and those are the days where I'm just like not talking and I'm cutting everybody's eyes. All of my favorite my favorite days. <laughs> oh. oh, rude! <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot more to worry about with daylight savings time than just the darkness. Well, I wasn't worried till now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Set your uh, clocks back. You'll get that extra hour. And uh, ladies, this might make you happy. You can also set your uh, bathroom scales back five pounds. Get ready for that holiday eating. Well, I do 10. Okay. You I can like do that even if you numbers. Want to. Yeah. That's not daylight savings. That's weight savings yeah. time. Weight light savings. Weight light savings. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go yeah, see, the... I get it. Weight light. Your weight lighter. Weight light savings. Okay. Well, let's go back <laughs> to the drawing board. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly 
about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts. You know, everybody wants their relationship to last. We know that. And spend all kinds of money trying to figure out, you know, the best way. How can I improve myself or improve my partner in the relationship? Wow. Uh, But uh, you spend money on reading books, relationship books. You listen to podcasts about relationships. You, you know, hire marriage counselors to help you out. Well, you know, it's a little bit more simplistic than that. All you have to do is take the bird test. And that's one of the best ways to figure out if your relationship will last. I'm not familiar with the bird test, but I'm curious. Is that where you run across somebody's car and go, you know, like the birds do to your cars? <laughs> no, no, you do not do that. Oh. No, it's when you do that weird bird dance that they do and see if your person is like, oh, yeah, I dig that. I hope not. <laughs> is that not crazy? You watch like the uh, planet Earth or animal planet, and it's like that bird's doing the most unusual kind of dance and yeah. shrugging its shoulders. and That sh- one that bounces up and down in the air. <laughs> Or the ostrich who drops it real low and starts shaking. I'm like, shake it, bud. You What's got so it. funny is with the, a lot of folks, they'll put like music to that. Yes. <laughs> so it makes it ten times better. I wish they would do that in some of the documentaries. That's the honestly where I got most of my dance moves from is from the Animal Planet. <laughs> like, no. you know, like you ever seen like a dog whenever it hunches someone's leg when they get home from work? That's one of my go-to dance moves. Yeah, we're going to have you put down. It was so fun. You could yeah. just spray me off with a hose pipe. <laughs> you do your own dog test segment on your own time, okay? This is about the bird test. Simple thing. Listen up. This is the expert here. Research has shown the single biggest determining factor in whether a happy relationship will last. When one partner says, oh, that's a beautiful bird outside, does the other partner respond with something like, wow, that is beautiful? Or do they blow their partner off and ignore the bird? <laughs> Wow, I, I actually succeeded that one. Okay, so you do well. That's probably why your relationships last. So your wife will say, oh, look at that, uh, I don't know, billboard or that bird or that tree. And you'll take the time to acknowledge that. Now, the bad thing is if I don't agree with her, I'll tell her, too. I'll be like, oh, that bird's not that pretty. Oh, wow. But most of the time, I agree with her. Most of the time, like, she points out a red cardinal. I'm like, wow, that is beautiful. It's super bright red. It's neat. But then sometimes she'll point out maybe the male, the female cardinal, the brown ones. Yeah. I'm like, that's kind of plain looking. (laughs) Oh, okay. So you don't enjoy that moment with her that much. You critique her moment and her her deciding that she likes that bird. You make it sound like I'm bad. I only do it if she's wrong. (laughs) If she's right, I get in there with her. Okay. Like the red one, I'm like you're right that is a beautiful bird but so many relationships you know the other person might be looking out the car window see a certain beautiful tree it might be fall time or something oh look how beautiful that tree is and the other person oh yeah and then keeps on going doesn't even pay attention well my husband won't do that if i happen to be driving because he'll be like oh that's a pretty house i'm like where and i start turning the wheel oh that ain't good either (laughs) yeah maybe maybe we should not use driving (laughs) while we're talking about these things but now do you just blurt it out about the bird i'm like you're in the middle of a conversation going so anyway we hung out last weekend oh bird no <laughs> no, that's ADD. Okay, yeah. so you so, you just happen to stop. Well, let's it. say okay. this. Okay, let's say you, you know you are at the beach or something. You might be uh, on the back of a, at a restaurant. You know how they have the balconies and the decks out there, and of course, all of a sudden you see the sun set or rise or what. I don't know. And you're yeah, like, me oh. either. And you're like, wow, look how beautiful that sunrise is or that sunset is. And that other person takes a minute and absorbs 
that you know moment with you in your relationship, and you have that bonding well, moment. Yeah, who wouldn't? Okay, well, the, apparently some people don't. They just say, oh, yeah, and move on about their day, or they're too busy with their cell phone looking at that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like the whole point of this is that you're acknowledging your partner. Yeah. So even if it's not something really important, it's still to you. Yeah. Really important to you. Yeah. It's important to them. This goes back to something I told you that I've been trying to do li- lately, and that is, it's I read it somewhere. I don't remember the clever name for it, but I think it's called turning into. And like my wife comes up, and I'm playing a crossword puzzle on my phone, and she starts talking to me. I have the option to keep staring at my phone and mumble, or I can set the phone and look at her. And so I make the effort to turn towards her, and they say that is a huge factor in a relationship. You're turning toward her, but you're still playing the game. No, I got it <laughs> off this side. But what if you're like at that last battle and you only have like a less than a minute to go to finish off That's that different. person? Okay. <laughs> That's different. Yeah. Nice. But crossword, I can set it down. But if you're in like a one-person shooter and you've got like another minute or two to go. It's like, like, hey, just a second. Yeah, right? just a second. Let, Let me, me kill finish these this. bad guys. And a lot of moms don't understand that, too, with their teenagers. My wife's good with that. With okay. my son, he's yeah. like, uh, let me kill this person, Mom. And she'll be like, how long is it going to take? Yeah, there you go. That's very good. Because a lot of moms don't. <laughs> well, more girls are playing video games, and they are understanding, I guess, because you got the candy crushes out there and stuff that are catered to them or dressing up Barbie or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but most of those, the, the, the casual social games are easy to pause. Yeah, I like, Sometimes yeah. you can't pause when you're in the middle of a battle and all your friends are counting on you. I mean, you're saying you got you got to save the world. This is important. If you don't do this, I mean, we could all, I mean, it could be the end of times. Well, it's also socialization <laughs> because you got like, you're, let's say you're 15, you're playing Fortnite. If you stop playing, the other guys on your team are down a person. Well, sure. Yeah. So they need oh, you there. Oh, bless their heart. <laughs> it's a game. It's not the war. It's not a game. It is social bonding. And don't you talk, ever. Kato. You got your own fun games you like to participate in. And, Shh, don't tell anybody. And I'm trying to get your attention. Sometimes you're over there playing, trying to figure out the word of the word day trip. or whatever. Yeah. It's Wordle, and I play that once a day, and you, I'm on a winning streak of 55 <laughs> days in a row. And word I, trip, too. Okay, yeah, word trip, too. We've yeah. taken a little sidetrack here, but uh, you're saying acknowledge the person mm-hmm. or whatever is important to them in that moment. Also, another term I heard here recently was tell me more. Tell me more. Oh, God. Yeah. Did you yes. get very far? <laughs> tell me more. Tell, tell me more. more. <laughs> like, does he have a hey, car? it worked for them in <laughs> Greece, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bird. Hey, here's the problem. Tell me more is like going down the rabbit hole. But you want to because they're trying to connect with no. you. And you're like, oh, tell me more, honey. Instead of going, you know, saying some other term. I've started doing this with my husband because he loves airplanes. And we'll be out walking. And he'll mm-hmm. be like, oh, it's a 757 or it's a whatever. And I'm like... That is awesome. Tell me about those engines. <laughs> like, I, try. I, hope you, I hope you don't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that very, sounds very I, didn't so I had to think of something on the plane yeah. real quick. No, I can save you a lot of work. Instead of saying that, just be like, no, I think it's a 737. Oh, wow. Oh, I did it one time, and I was like, is that an 808? Like an 808 drum? And he was like, Tori, why? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I was just trying to think of something. No, I'm not saying Tom, I'm not saying like do something dumb. I'm saying argue with did it. Did you just call me dumb? You are the radio Romeo. You're supposed to help people with their uh, relationships, not hurt. You don't want to cause arguments or battles in your relationship. Oh, uh, well, not mine, yeah, but, but other people's. Yeah, with hers, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, she said 808 like the drum. God, That's the poor man. Probably some sort of airplane. Oh, my gosh. 
Bird, look. Okay. <laughs> Tell me more, Tato. Tell me more about that bird. I ain't looking at your dumb bird. Hawk and Tom on B93.7. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Elle King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Elle King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com.